Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, talks some Badgers football. Colton Bartholomew of the Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com is here. You can find him on uh, Twitter at CBartWSJ, CBart at WSJ. Um, Colton, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Bill. So here's the question. Uh, obviously, uh, Jack Cohn goes down. He has the foot injury. Uh, you would assume uh, Mertz is going to be the guy. This is his big time. I mean, you don't want to get the job this way, but uh, we've been waiting for this. Fans have been clamoring for this. So what should we expect? Yeah, I think you summed it up perfectly there that you know nobody wants it to be because of an injury, but that's football, and now Graham Mertz has his time. And um, from we actually just had a press conference today with the uh, the quarterback room and John Budmeyer, the quarterback's coach, and you know from talking to those guys and what we've seen the last year from Graham Mertz is you know really the arm talent is not in question. He he can fling it, he can move the ball down the field uh, and challenge some defenses vertically, and that's something that Wisconsin really hasn't had for a while. So I think that's something that we can look out for is you know uh, assuming the receivers come along and they develop some chemistry, they're going to be able to attack some field, uh, teams down the field. Um, I think the one thing that we're going to lose not having a guy like uh, Jack Cohn under center for the Badgers is the experience and the, just the knowledge of situations. One of the things that Jack Cohn did so well was just never put the Badgers in a bad spot. You know, he had a couple of picks last season, but when you consider some of the defenses and defensive backs that he faced, you know, it could have been a lot more. And uh, I know a lot of fans are excited about Graham Mertz, but I think there's a, a little bit of knowledge that Jack Cohn was a really solid starting quarterback. Maybe Mertz's ceiling is a bit higher now, but uh, I think that that's probably the area where Mertz has to kind of prove himself as being that consistent, smart quarterback along with the talent. So, okay, for those that may not have followed this so closely, as the at first they weren't going to have a season, now they are, uh, and now you've got to figure out who you know. Quintess Cephas is gone, so it, let's just say Graham Mertz has got the big arm. They are suddenly going to have a little bit of a vertical downfield thrower. Who's he got to throw to that's going to be that fast? That's going to be able to get under those passes. That's a great question. Um, I think the big questions uh, there would be: Can Danny Davis kind of become a number one receiver? Uh, he wasn't ready for that challenge in 2018, but you look at a year and a half later, uh, a lot more experience and a lot of big plays that have come out of him uh, in different ways, getting handoffs and other things like that. Uh, Kendrick Pryor is also there at the wide receiver position uh, that can do some of those things too. Sounds like he's going to be playing in the slot a little bit like A.J. Taylor did last season for the Badgers. Um, I think a, kind of a dark horse candidate that we haven't seen a ton yet would be a guy like Jalen Franklin. 
He actually just moved over to tight end from playing outside linebacker. But the reports on him are just the explosiveness and the speed up the middle. Um, it's going to be a mismatch for linebackers and safeties that are on him. So I think that's somebody you can look out for. And then I also think uh, a guy like Isaac Garendo, uh, one of the backs that they're going to be relying on this season, uh, started out as a wide receiver and is one of the fastest guys on the team. So maybe trying to utilize his speed against the mismatches with linebackers and other things like that out of the backfield. So I think that not having Quintess Evis is definitely going to hurt this offense a little bit, but uh, maybe not having that guy the defense can center their, their secondary around and uh, maybe not worry as much about the other guys with the quarterback being able to spread it around like this uh, maybe ends up being a positive. So uh, we always know there's always a running back in the waiting, in the wings. Uh, Jonathan Taylor last year just you know exited a long line of good running backs that have been in the backfield for the Badgers. So who's going to be that next guy? You know, I think it's going to be a group this season. Uh, if they had a traditional off season, and were able to do a normal summer program, I think you would be talking about the potential of Jalen Berger, uh, their four-star recruit at running back, possibly getting in there. But without that, expecting him to be up to speed right away is just not really fair. Uh, so I think you're going to see Nakia Watson, who was Taylor's backup last season, uh, Garrett Groshick and Isaac Arenda, like I mentioned before, kind of in that three-man unit making up the, the running back room. Um, I, I honestly don't see any of them having you know a, a massive season because I think that those carries are going to be split up so evenly. But when you look at the end of the year, I think in totality they're going to have that 2,000, 3,000 rushing yard attack that they're used to, but it's not going to be one guy. Uh, defensively speaking, we know that uh, you know the defensive ends, Loudermilk, Loudermilk, Rand, those guys, look, uh, they've got some big shoes to fill. They've lost a few guys defensively speaking. So how good will this defense be? Yeah, I think the, the big question now is can the guys that – kind of filled roles last season to allow guys like Chris Orr and Zach Bond to shine. Can they step into those those bigger roles and create some pressure and make some of those big plays? I think this season the, the strength of the defense is actually going to be um, in the secondary and on the defensive line, where in the last few years it's been all about the linebackers and everyone else kind of filled in around them. The linebackers are far less experienced when you get past Jack Sanborn in the middle. Uh, so I think you're really going to be leaning on your defensive line to create more pressure on their own, win some of those one-on-one blocks to make that happen. And then you're relying on the secondary, too, to make some plays. Um, I, I think what we saw last season was a group that was finally starting to get its feet underneath it halfway through the year, played really well in the Ohio State game for most of it in the Big Ten championship game uh, against Minnesota and pretty well against Oregon as well in the Rose Bowl. So I think they need to carry that forward and then create some more turnovers in the secondary. I believe there was only six interceptions from uh, the Badgers last season, and that was tied for the lowest in the last six years. So you've got to imagine with the experience they have and the depth of talent that they have, this secondary is going to be able to, be able to make some more plays, create some more turnovers with interceptions. I like reading the story about Coach Brechterfield, who basically said, hey, guys, uh, I can't hang with you during the uh, the pandemic so or during the quarantine. He said, go, find, go put a pillow on a tree and block it. I, that was I love that I love that quote man go find a pillow go find a tree go stand in front of mom and dad hit somebody so I love the fact that it was you know hey whatever you need to do to stay in shape and, and continue to kind of put the pads on and and think about you know football go out and do it that was awesome yeah and uh the thing that is interesting about this group on defense is that they're going to have eight returning starters so what we've seen throughout college football and even pro football right now is that the more continuity you have 
going into this weird season where it's going to be shortened, you didn't have the same preparation time, the more continuity you have on the field and in your coaching staffs uh, seems to be winning out. And you look at around college football and the NFL, that, that seems to be the formula right now. And the Badgers have that, especially defensively. Obviously changing some things on offense, so that might be a little bit uh, behind to start the year. But I think defensively this is going to be a group that you're, you're going to, even in the shortened season, be regarded as pretty special with what they can do and the knowledge that they have because they're not going to be fooled about you know different things that offenses are showing them and they have a really good understanding from all the meetings that they did throughout the summer and their experience playing before knowledge of this defense and, and what they can do together i know that uh, there's a lot written about uh, jim leonard you know obviously you lose bond sanborn chris Orr, who you alluded to uh, and he isn't saying that it's going to come from the linebackers and blitzing safeties and such. He just feels that if we're going to get sacks and pressure on quarterbacks this year, it's going to have to come from within the trenches. You see the same thing? Uh, I do. However, I think he's kind of keeping his cards close to his chest there because I think Leo Chanel, who's going to probably end up starting at the other inside linebacker spot with Jack Sanborn, um, I think he's going to fill a little bit of that Chris Orr role uh, as a blitzing linebacker. Chris Orr did that so well last season, 11 and a half sacks. As an undersized guy, you know, barely six foot tall, not even probably six foot tall, uh, a little bit over 200 pounds. Then you get to a guy like Leo Chennault, who's, you know, six foot two, six foot three, 250 pounds. So you got a bull coming through the middle of the, the offensive line there. Um, it's going to be really tough for running backs to try to step up and take him on. Um, and he, he's getting rave reviews about just his athleticism and the explosiveness that he has. So while I think the defensive line is going to have to create a lot of pressure, I think Leo Chanel is going to be one of those guys that comes along and you're like, oh, all right, maybe he just wasn't saying that early in the season. Talking with uh, Colton Bartholomew of the State Journal, Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com. I know there was a lot of, I, I want to say, tough feelings because when the rankings came out and selling the Big Tens on it, uh, look, Ohio State only received a couple of uh, first-place votes, and they're sixth in the country. I know that Penn State was uh, a little bit upset about their play. Look, the Badgers are 16. You haven't played a game yet, and you're behind the eight ball when it comes to the rest of the country. I find it interesting that uh, the Badgers rose in the rankings from last week to this week, and they haven't played a damn snap yet. Is there talk about you know some of this, uh, the, the ranking stuff, like just forget about it because this is going to be a weird year when it comes to – getting into the postseason and getting into the Final Four anyway? Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm actually on the, the AP voting panel, and it's been impossible. You know, when they changed the rules midway through, uh, they started with, hey, vote everybody and then take them out if they're not playing and then bring them back in. It's been so tough to, to make as accurate of a top 25 as you can. Uh, and to your point, you know, Ohio, Ohio State's been one of those programs that uh, has been in contention or in a uh, point of discussion because – they start the preseason poll number three when nobody's played any games and you're just talking about talent. So how do they drop all these spots? And then personally, I dropped Penn State because, you know, you don't have Micah Parsons and the, the talent that they lost. But it, it's just been a mess trying to put this all together. Um, and I think from the, a lot of these programs internally, it's been the message of we'll, all that stuff's going to figure out itself. Um, you mentioned the college football playoff is going to be crazy to talk about when we get into November and December. Um, but I think that as teams start playing each other, especially because we're seeing almost exclusively conference games, like we look at this weekend, we have a top 10 matchup in the ACC with Clemson and Miami. That's almost an elimination game at this point for uh, the college football playoff. So uh, all these things I think are going to get shaken out and figured out on their own. Um, and 
worrying about rankings now is more just for uh, fun radio shows like this and some stuff to talk about before games get played. No doubt. Colton, great stuff. We'll touch base as the season goes along, okay? Appreciate it, Bill. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Colton Bartholomew, Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com. You can read his stuff there. Follow him on Twitter at CBartWSJ. That is CBartWSJ. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them. 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.